Welcome, listeners. Uh, this is Reese, the creator of Overbrook and the voice of Vincent. I'm joined with my friend, and I do say that in quotation marks, uh, Chris. <laughs> say hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Okay, see? See, that's why it's in quotation marks. Um, <laughs> I'm here with Chris so that we can do a Q&A episode, which at this point, I think the A is just going to stand for Alti because all of these questions came from Alti. This is yeah. this is just questions from Alti. That's that's what it is at this point. We have a source. Um, we yes, we have a source, and we have exactly one listener, and that's Alti. <laughs> Which is why Alti will be receiving uh, dozens upon dozens of uh, mugs with. Do the not put that on me. On there. No. <laughs> um, it is up to you what you do with these crates of mugs. Okay, who is sending the who is sending mugs? Because it's not me. That's gonna be on you, Alti. So, you can harass Chris. I give you permission to harass Chris. That's the Patreon for mugs. That I set up. No, what we Patreon? Have <laughs> we have one now, right? Yeah, totally. It doesn't we, do we, mugs. We money. <laughs> no, we didn't. I fucking hate you. <laughs> okay, brain rats uh, pointing their guns at me. <laughs> Alright, so as I told Chris before we started recording, um, some of these questions don't have a set answer, so instead of just ignoring those questions, I've decided that I'm going to ask Chris uh, what they think uh, the answer is, and we'll just riff off of that, yeah. Sound good, Chris? Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds great. Fabulous, cool. Okay, um, question number one, particular inspirations or history behind coming up with the location and story. So I like the idea of just like horrific small towns where things don't make any sense. Um, and the name Overbrook only came because there is a, there, there's a general location in Pennsylvania called Overbrook. And so I was just like, oh, I like that name. And so I was like, guess what, though? It's upstate New York now. That's that's the town. Doesn't make any sense. It's just up there. That's cool. Um, and I like the idea of, uh, I guess, just watching, like, two best friends just trying to battle through adulthood, but, like, in a way that's, like, a little bit more life and death than, uh, uh, than, than is usual for, you know, growing adults. Yeah, you know, a more... A more cryptic and actually deadly way. I mean, yeah. Listen, sometimes, like when I was when I was their age, when I was Vincent and Wynn's age, nothing made sense. Growing, I was just like, "There's no one is giving me any fucking answers. Everyone's just acting like what I'm going through is normal." And I swear to God, they are gaslighting the fuck out of me right now. (laughs) And. (laughs) <laughs> and then I, I I took that rage and I held on to it for years and years and years and now it's in Overbrook. Hey, I mean, you know, a lot of people have uh, interesting ways of dealing with their problems. Yes. This is one of them. <laughs> and that's okay because Overbrook has been really awesome so far. All right. Question number two from LT. Unexpected difficulties in making it into a thing from writing or production or acting. Any of it. Uh, Hmm. So I guess from writing and production, originally Overbrook was going to be twice as long as it actually is. So right now there's only 10 episodes per season. Actually, wait. Yeah, no. It was going to be 20 episodes per season, but I cut it down in half because I am the sole person writing it. 
uh, I'm acting in it, directing it, and then I edit it by myself. There are some times when I have to um, hand off like the audio recordings to an, you know, another audio uh, designer or, or editor um, because I'm too busy. But like for the most part, I've edited like most of uh, most of the content that you hear. Which is why in a lot of episodes I sound stupider than I actually am. Yes, precisely. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've had problems with like the acting part of making it a thing because I think mm-hmm. when when you had the idea you kind of reached out to me and you were like, oh, yeah. "Hey, I you fit this role perfectly, actually." Yeah, you fit this dumbass friend persona very well. <laughs> it's it's kind of like my thing. It's part of my charm. Um, yeah, absolutely. Which is why, you know, I'm so great and awesome yep. and flawless. I wonder if the, the audience is going to think it's flawless when they listen to the blooper episodes. Because the bloopers... Oh, <laughs> bloopers consist of a lot of stuff, but uh-huh. I think most of it is me. <laughs> But we have fun. Um, All right. But when uh, you guys listen to those, uh, yeah. there will be some that are not there. Probably for my sanity and for mm-hmm. yours and for Reese's. So maybe, maybe you know, bonus content on the Patreon we have. Totally. Listen, you need to stop promising things that you're not going to personally <laughs> deliver. What is wrong with you? Um, okay. Anywho, next question. Next question. Rank wins deaths from best to worst that we've seen according to how fucked up. Okay. Um, honestly, I think falling down an endless pothole is probably the worst because, like, you're you're just starving to death at that point. I, I find the notion of starving to death, one, very boring, but also just very, very annoying. Like, I, if you're going to kill me, then just, like, bash my head against a rock or something. Don't, like, make me suffer through an endless loop where I just slowly starve to death, you know? you're right in that regard i i feel like for me it would be boring if that were to happen to me however i think my main complaint would be the fact that because i am eternally falling i can't like lay down because Mm. i'm just it's just air so you'd be just uncomfortable unable to sleep i think i think the, the close my second answer to the worst would be having a spaghetti mimic tearing out of uh Wynn's body um as as far as like the best death I guess like if we're doing like fucked up as in like if the best death is like the least fucked up I guess it would be uh I I feel like I the bus crash was instantaneous no 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 the tripping, the tripping into it. Well, actually, I don't know what the fuck happened. Even I don't know. I just kind of wrote, he disappeared, and then never explained. You you decide. You God, decide what happened shoddy there. writing doesn't even know what <laughs> happens in your own universe. All right, I'm cutting you out of this podcast. I am now opening up applications for a um, new win. <laughs> I, 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 you were on to it, what I was going to say. I think that the least brutal that he's had to deal with is probably the car crash, the, the bus crashing. Yeah, melting him. Um, that. I mean, honestly, it, it, I think it's the most plausible. Wait, to be honest, actually, no. Remember, he once got hit by a car. Actually, not even oh, him. His shit. shadow got hit by a car. You're right. And he took. So that I think that one's the most. I think that, that is, one's like the best. I guess. Like you know, least like, fucked up. Yeah, yeah that's instantaneous. Yeah. 
So uh, that's... I guess that's the best. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I think the worst for me, though, like, personally, the mm -hmm. worst way would be the, um, the him joining the hive mind. Like, being assimilated into a hive mind is, like, the most terrifying thing to me. Yeah. Um, alright. Number four. What is your favorite line? That's a difficult question. Um, mainly because there are so many lines. Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot remember them all. Um, it to me it's a it's it's a tie between two things that weren't even planned. Um, so there was the one time where I said barista. I, I think I said barista, but you were like, no, it's barista, and I was like, shut up. And you were like, oh, we should keep that in the you know because I didn't write that down. That was completely ad libbed, and I was oh, like, damn, right. you're right, actually. Because it um, sounded very natural. Um, yeah. Just because so, it was just me fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're always fucking with me. I, it so, is like 90% of our recordings. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a uh, tie between that and um, when Jesse was recording with us as redacted, uh, he said Moshi Moshi when he was picking up a phone call, which I did not write down, but I thought he was fucking <laughs> hilarious. But I, I was forgot. like, we got to keep that in. <laughs> Moshi Moshi, the none of this. I was just kind of like, what the fuck? And then, like, later on, I was like, that's actually too good, Jesse. I gotta keep that in. That's it. What's... Do you, do you have any favorite lines, or can you not think of any? Um... I think... I can't remember where it was. I think it was the first time that, like, Wynn actually... got angry with Vincent. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was that entire back and forth rather than it just be a line. Because it really? was like... Yeah. Number five. How big is Locke's cult? That's for you. I don't have a... I don't have a specific number. Um, I can point to... Um, I guess the inspiration behind Locke's cult is a little bit of those wraiths from uh, what we do in the shadows. So, like, imagine... However much the however many the rates are, imagine that like for for Locke, like that's how I kind of thought about them. So it's not like oh man, this cult is taking over the town, but it's also not like a very small, uh, you know, organization either. It's kind of like it's somewhere in the middle. Uh, okay, six favorite episode so far, hands down the one with Jesse. Yeah, it, gonna, like. Uh... <laughs> Like, that one was a joy to record, but also really funny for me to write. Because I just kept thinking about how, like, oh man, I love this character with absolutely no name, and, like, we're never gonna give him a name, I guess. Like, that, that this is this is gonna be the whole thing. Yeah, that entire episode, we were just kind of goofing around for a good bit with Jesse as well. There were a few times where we would have to do, like, a few retakes, because I think some of us just started laughing. Um, another thing was fucking, what was the name of the other person that we worked with? Ford. Ford. Working with Ford. Ford that is, was... uh, the voice of Locke. He really cleared it as Locke. I was like, I, like, as soon as Ford talked, I was just like, damn, I cannot make it so that Locke has more episodes in the future. Like, I already planned everything out. I can't write him in more. And then Ford kept talking and I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to bring Locke in more. <laughs> Yeah, Ford really nailed it, and also it was really fun to record with him as well, because yeah. he just kept going like, wow, this is what you guys do, huh? Yeah, he really was. But also <laughs> he's he's very fun at, like, just kind of ad-libbing. 
Alright, uh, number seven. We're nearly halfway through. Where did Wynne and Vincent live before moving to Overbrook? So, I had written... Oh, wait, no. That that episode doesn't come out yet. So I oh. could say anything. Oh my Holy gosh. shit. Well, I didn't, I didn't come up with a, a, you know, a backstory. Well, no. Wynne does have a backstory. I didn't specify where he moved from. So, uh, Chris, where do you think Wynne moved from? So, Wynne strikes me as a person from South Dakota. Specifically. Why South Dakota? He he has a personality of someone that I would expect to grow up in a place that is cold. Um, okay. Because he spent a lot of time growing up in my mind just like you know partying inside quote unquote partying you know living partying. Life. Right. Um, and I feel like, you know, Overbrook, since it, it it's not like a warmer climate, but it's mm-hmm. like not as inside demanding, I guess, for younger kids. I get Yeah. I mean, because he grew up in, he would have grown up in South Dakota, so he probably wouldn't have gone outside too much. Right. But like, you know, he wants to like, you know, get out and, you know, actually do stuff. He's always wanting to hang out with Vincent, so. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't strike me as one that wants to stay in. And usually, I find that the people who, at least this stays true for me, if you've stayed in, growing up, mm-hmm. you get to a point where you want to go outside. You know what? That actually, yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense for him. Yeah. So he he wants to get out and see things. So he he. Uh, according to canon, uh, this very second is from South Dakota. At this moment, he, we, we have decided arbitrarily he's from South Dakota. Yep. Uh, Vincent, uh, at some point in season two, Vincent does state that, uh, she lived in Syracuse, uh, before moving to Overbrook. So she's been kind of in New York all her life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Number eight. Will we hear more about the infamous summer camp with the painting that almost killed Wen? I'm gonna go ahead and say no. But Chris, tell me what you think happened at that <laughs> infamous summer camp and why that painting almost killed Wen, or even love, how. Love that it's on me. Um, yeah, I mean, so... I want I want to hear from you. Like, I want to hear... Because half the time you come into a recording session not knowing what the fuck we're recording... I, I so, like to surprise myself. You do surprise yourself, like, consistently. Um, but as for a summer camp with a painting, so this is what this is what I think happened. So, so at this camp, there's this art room, and they have paintings hung up. And the main painting is this one of a very... It's, it's Mona Lisa-esque, but it's not Mona Lisa, mm. if that makes sense. I, it, I mean, I can imagine, but go on. And... It, unlike all the other ones, it doesn't have, like, a name attached to it, like a little placard under it. Right. And so, Wynne, naturally, while out here, wanted to explore at night when you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this time, do you think Vincent would have been, like, you know, trying to prevent him from doing that? I'm... <laughs> That's a that's that's a good question. Um, because I think she would have. 
I think he would have told her, hey, I'm signing up uh, to be, you know, a camp counselor at this summer camp. And she's like, why would why would you do that? Um, and so she begrudgingly signs up to kind of keep him from dying, like, even more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... So I like where you're going with the painting thing. But I think one step ahead is... Um, there is a... What do you call it? They like they've they've covered up that painting, um, that Mona Lisa esque painting with like a shroud or something, and they say that it's bad luck to look at it directly. And I think Wen got curious and did like did go to sneak in to look at it directly, and then like later on, it's just like I don't know what the big deal is, and whatever the thing in the painting was went after him. Yeah, like it like crawled out and it was like yeah. twisted and malformed. It was just like so like something like the Grudge, but like in a painting form. Absolutely, and yeah. I, I, to take it one step further, it could like move between paintings and through. Oh them. yeah, yeah. And it was like basically trying to like take Win into like this paint dimension and eat him. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right for Win. That that yeah. feels right. Um, did it su- did it succeed? Well, uh, I think that one was one of the very few times that Vincent saved Wynn. Um, so I think maybe, because <laughs> Vincent has a thing for arson, um, she may have just decided to specifically burn the painting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Next question. Um, kiss, marry, kill for Locke, Wynn, and Vincent. Is it... Is it narcissistic if I say I'd marry Vincent? <laughs> Considering I'm the, <laughs> you know, I'm the voice of Vincent. I feel Vincent. like it's gonna like, be narcissistic it... anyways, and like any which way you cut it, because you wrote the characters. That is true. That is very, very true. Um, so I would just go with like your genuine opinion. I think okay, maybe kiss, win, marry Vincent, and then kill Locke, just because if I don't know, like I I love Locke and everything, but like. From all from all of these options, killing him just seems the most apt. Like that, like that sounds like something that would happen to him. That is not a spoiler for what's about to happen, but like, you know, <laughs> I, I, I have a strategic thought about this. I would, mm-hmm. all right. I'd probably kiss Vincent. Okay. I would kill Win. However, if you kill oh. Win. He, he just comes, comes back. back. That is true. I didn't think about that. Okay. And then I would marry Locke, because if you're married to a cult leader, how how fucking powerful are you? I mean, like, come on. Okay. He's also, like, a theater kid, so I hope you're ready so to be... So is, like, my husband in real life, so... Okay. Oh. I have no problem with this. Number ten. How often do normal new people wander in? I guess that's mostly from me. Um, the way that Overbrook works, normal new people don't wander in if you're in overbrook there's a reason for it but that's all i'm gonna say there uh next question (laughs) most unexpected fan reaction chris do you want to start this one off oh no 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 it's the (laughs) mpreg fan art it's the (laughs) mpreg fan art i hate it i don't like it i don't like that it was made i don't like looking at it yeah I mean, we have the other audio editor to blame for that one, because I think they did pay uh, someone to make that fan art. So, yeah, that's definitely the most unexpected uh, reaction that we've ever gotten. Yeah. So bad. Um, 
number 12. Are we gonna find more stories about Oberberg's past? Will we hear more about the mine and the town's origins? Um, yeah, I guess. This is a yes or no question. Tech, like, yeah, you're gonna hear more about it. Um, okay, number 13. If they were magical girls, what would their power be? Locke would definitely have, like, a precognition. Like, that would be his power, oh, I yeah, guess. Definitely. Yeah, Vincent would have the power of... I don't know, fire and explosion. She seems to, you know, have that going for her. Just, just um, a lot of, you know, fiery energy. I can agree on that. Wynn would... I'm still fucking thinking about this. I, I, like, there's so many options for him. I don't know if, like... I think he would have the power to control emotions and convert them into energy. Okay, that's very specific. Control emotions? Yeah, 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 like, like, can, like, he can, like, read emotions, like, he, like, kind of like an empath. Oh my god, he's not one of those. No, no, oh, he's I'm not one empath. of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an empath, don't worry. I, I, I'm sure everything is fine, fucking gets oh decapitated. <laughs> and then Locke's oh just like, god. I saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think his power would be a little bit along the lines of regeneration. Hmm. Alright, um, next question. What does Einstein the cat look like? Einstein the cat is just a regular, regular black cat. That's it. Like, he just looks like a regular fucking black cat. There's no, like, later on I'm, like, describing Einstein and it's like, oh yeah, so his tentacles are, and it's just like, whoa, that a cat does not have tentacles. This is not, like, a Welcome to Night Vale situation. This is literally just a black cat that, for some reason, acts very human. And then, last question. Favorite side character and why? Chris? Redacted. Redacted! <laughs> I think we have that same yeah. choice. Just Absolutely. Re- He's so fucking goofy. He's so goofy. If y'all have not, re- if y'all have not listened uh, to uh, the entire season yet, uh, Redacted is in episode 8. But, like, yeah, he- he's, just a- he's just such a fun character. Alright, well, and that is the end of our Q&A, which is just questions for Alti, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, please, God, send us, ask us more questions, people. For the next, after next season, we'll I'll open up uh, questions again. But yeah, thank you all for listening, and I cannot wait to bring you season two. Bye! Bye!